Hello and welcome to the Newsboy segment of the Eggman Podcast. Today we have another special edition and this time we're going to be covering the CNN Tea Party Republican debate that happened last Monday. Um, we'll present a comprehensive, in-depth summary of the debate. Okay, without further ado, here it is. Texas Governor Rick Perry came under heavy attack at Monday night's CNN Tea Party debate, with top rivals challenging him on whether he thinks Social Security is unconstitutional and accusing him of signing an executive order to require inoculations of young girls that benefited a drug company that donated to his campaign. The jabs aimed at Perry showed how his rivals were trying to weaken his front-running status since joining the campaign last month. Rick Perry made a promise to seniors that they would collect Social Security benefits while Mitt Romney challenged him to stand by his controversial comments on the program in a testy exchange at the start of the CNN Tea Party debate. Perry's views on the federally run retirement program emerged as a key point of contention in the Republican race for president after he emerged as the frontrunner and made his debate debut in last week's forum at the Ronald Reagan Presidential Library. That effort continued when asked about the program in Monday night's debate. Slam Dunk guaranteed that program is going to be there in place for those individuals that are moving towards being on Social Security, Perry said. It has been called a Ponzi scheme by many people long before me, but no one's had the courage to stand up and say, here is how we're going to reform it. We're going to transform it for those in those mid-career ages. Romney, who had used earlier debates to contrast himself with President Obama, came ready to keep pressing Perry on the issue. He said calling the program a Ponzi scheme was unsettling to Americans. Referring to comments Perry made in his recent book, Fed Up, Romney said the real question is, does Governor Perry continue to believe that Social Security should not be a federal program, that is it unconstitutional and it should be returned to the states, or is he going to retreat from that view? Perry said a national convention on the issue could include discussions of how states could play a role in providing retirement security. Earlier in opening statements, Perry had promised to make Washington, D.C. as inconsequential in your life as I can, a sentiment with great resonance to the Tea Party movement. Bachman, who is vying for Tea Party support with Perry, also has tried to inject herself in the Social Security discussion. Monday night's debate is crucial to Bachman, who has dropped in national polling since Perry launched his campaign on August 13th, the very same day that she won a crucial straw poll in Iowa. She had strong debate performances at the presidential debates in New Hampshire in June and Iowa in August, but she didn't shine to the same degree last week. Just after the candidates sparred over whether Social Security is a Ponzi scheme, the focus shifted to another topic of great interest, the Medicare prescription drug benefit embraced by former President George W. Bush and enacted during his tenure. They all agreed to maintain it, but that to pay for the program, government waste must end. How they define waste is probably what distinguishes them from one another. The question came from a woman in the audience from Pleasanton, presumably in California, where the Tea Party had a large rally on tax day in 2010. What she wanted to know were the candidates' plans to balance the budget and get spending under control so that her children's share of the debt would be erased without compromising her mother's already tenuous financial future. Each candidate stressed that, first and foremost, waste had to be referated out and eliminated at the federal level. Anyone who knows anything about the federal budget knows that there's such an enormous volume of waste, said Gingrich, much of it through Medicare and Medicaid fraud. Wolf Blitzer asked Santorum, who voted for the Bush prescription drug plan, whether he would repeal it if he became president. We have to keep a prescription drug 
component, Santorum said, but we have to pay for it. A theme for Santorum on Monday has been the courage he displayed during his two terms of U.S. Senator from Pennsylvania. He re reiterated that he has the courage to take the lead on hard decisions. Perry said he would not repeal the drug benefit. He claimed to be an old hand at ferreting out savings from government budgets and said he'd saved over $5.2 billion just by finding waste and fraud in Texas government. And he added, I am thinking there might be more waste and fraud in the federal government. Romney, as he often does, cited his long business experience. I know something about taking waste out of the enterprise, he said. We're going to have to cut spending. Paul returned to a favorite theme saving billions by ending the wars in Afghanistan and Iraq, and a big cheer went up when he suggested abolishing the Department of Education and Energy. Bachman took a stern position that the crowd absolutely loved. Americans, she said, are wrong to expect the government to provide them with more stuff, that is, health care, medicine, housing, and food. Going forward, this isn't going to work anymore, Bachman said. We have to be an ownership society where individual responsibility and personal responsibility once again becomes the animating principle. Mitt Romney yet again took a jab at Rick Perry at the debate, continuing to challenge Rick Perry's jobs record while Perry has been governor of Texas. If you've got four aces, that doesn't necessarily make you a great poker player, Romney said. Romney's remark came in response to a question about how each of the eight candidates would improve the economy. He said that Perry had operated under favorable conditions in Texas, including the absence of a state income tax, plentiful oil and gas reserves, and a GOP legislature. The former Massachusetts governor initially resisted criticizing Perry on jobs, but was egged on by moderator Wolf Blitzer. Perry helpfully put his hand in Romney's arm as Blitzer pressed on him. But Perry was less amused after Romney's answer. You were doing pretty good until you got to talking about poker, he deadpanned. Perry also ripped President Obama's proposed job plan, suggesting that it would amount to a stimulus that costs half as much. The first stimulus, he said, created no jobs. I can do the math on that question. Perry said, half of zero jobs is going to be zero jobs. People are tired of spending money we don't have on programs we don't want, Perry said. Michelle Bachman cited her opposition to raising the federal government's debt ceiling, and she called for a tax holiday on repatriated corporate profits for international companies. It really isn't that tough if you try, Bachman said. It's easy to turn around this economy, just have the backbone to do it. What makes this debate different is its connection to the Tea Party, a two-and-a-half-year-old conservative movement that calls for lower taxes and less government spending and regulations. The movement was extremely influential in last year's GOP primaries in the midterm elections, and strong support from Tea Party activists helped the Republicans win back control of the House of Representatives. Because of these successes, it only makes sense that the Tea Party would engage in presidential politics, said Tea Party Expressor Chair Amy Kramer. We are not going to just accept what the Republican Party wants to give us. The people across America are tired of party politics, so it will be the people of this movement that will determine the next Republican nominee. This has been a special edition of the Newsboy segment of the Eggman podcast. We hope to see you next time. Thank you, and have a good day.